Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Do you guys hear music? <laughs> I hear it. Yep. I hear something out. That's weird. Get my jam out. Huh. Okay. Are we recording? Yeah. Yep. See. All right. Welcome to another episode of Freefall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hola. Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? All right. We got a very special guest host, Jay Treadway. Howdy. All hey, Jay. right. Hey. This is episode 296, The Way of the Treadway. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice. All right, let's catch up with everyone's week. Who wants to go first? Who indeed? Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, well, finished off with the house, finally. Everything is out. I gave, handed over my keys, and um, we That's actually... It? Yeah, so Friday I was moving like the rest of the stuff out, helping my mom with the, the little stuff that she had left. Um, got it all cleaned out. Um, was not on discord because of that. So sorry guys, I didn't make it. Um, and then, uh, worked like crazy all weekend. And this week I'm just kind of, uh, organizing, putting stuff away slash recuperating from the lifting and, you know, and from work. Um, and we did the closing on the house today. So it's, that's great. Awesome, wow. man. Congrats, man. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so right now, I'm, you know, as of right now, still no flying. But that's going to change next week. So I have a little more time on my hands and be able to get stuff done. And not to mention, I've got to get some work done in the Jeep. So. Um, like wait a minute. Right? Huh? <laughs> Waiting through boxes. Oh my god! It's like so much shit I brought from the old house that I've got to weed out. Like, you know, stuff that I don't really need anymore. Some, you know, just just going through stuff. I I think I've got like ten boxes in my living room right now. Still, don't most and people then, do that before they carry it to the new place? Well, we were on a time crunch. I was just wanting to get shit out of there. So it's yeah, like there's I mean, some. That's the smart thing to do. I mean, unless you're dumb like me and you actually like move and you're like, wait, this box was from the last move into this house. And now it moved into the next house. What the, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what's that, in this that, box. That was me. Literally. Yeah. yeah. I haven't touched anything in this box in five years. I better keep it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll right. go through it at the next house. That's basically what I said to myself. <laughs> Uh, boy, but anyway, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh no, you're cool. And it's like I've I've been going through stuff. It's like I found a couple like old chargers that I never use, and it's like yeah, pitch, mm-hmm. just pitched it. I mean, I had the charger yeah, for like. Give it fucking, away. I'm not even sure if it works. It was down in my oh, basement, okay. so uh, I don't want anybody to find out the hard way whether okay. it actually works or not. So, <laughs> and it was one of those ones. It just it just hooks to like your battery on in your vehicle and. <laughs> Those suck. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to say give it away and it burns someone's house down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would suck. <laughs> I think we're overlooking one important thing that Ian said, that he was working on the Jeep. What else is wrong with this Jeep, dude? 
Um, what I've got to repeat now. Uh, I've got to replace diff mounts and uh, the pesky tie rod. <laughs> I mean, as soon as you pay it off, right? Like, yeah. do I even have yeah. to say it? <laughs> like, what's the deal with that? Anyway, no, it's <laughs> what it is with the tie rod is I bought two of them at the same time because I was thinking, you know, you know, go ahead and do both sides. Well, one of them didn't need it, so I held it back. I went to go get an alignment, found out the tie rod was defective. So it was like, great. I, you know, I just got done shelling out like 700 bucks to have a bunch of stuff bolted on. But they were able to go ahead and do, you know, alignment get as close as possible because it wasn't really that bad of play. It was like maybe a couple millimeters. And uh, went ahead... Once I got around to putting the other one in, that one was defective. And I got both of these when I was working at O'Reilly's. And, you know, they were the same part. I bought them the same time. And obviously they were probably from the same batch because they were both defective. So, hmm. yeah. Did you put a lift kit on it? Huh? Did you put a lift kit on it? Uh, no, it actually had a spacer lift when I got it. And whatever dumbass that actually owned my Jeep before me did not replace any of the components. So the ball joints ate themselves alive. So it's like, uh, by the time I took it in, like one of the, the upper ball joint was like getting ready to go. You can actually damn near pull it out. Well, that's but I, oh yeah. And it's like, I had to replace both uppers, lowers, um, struts, uh, strut mounts. I, you know, <laughs> I, I probably easily put like at least fifteen hundred, two hundred, uh, two thousand into the the front end alone, and that's the only thing that's been giving me shit is the fucking tie rod. This is like rekitting your heli one part at a time, dude. Yeah, I know. It's like damn that tail box giving me vibes. Just replace the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> You've oh, yeah. all together and all paid off, and then you can trade it in for something new. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, at that point you you enjoyed and you know having a car of no payments for, yeah. for a couple of years. And that that's my goal right now. It's like I'll, I'll probably go like a year before I actually get anything else. So it's like, and if I do, I'll probably get like a bullshit second car. I'd say go as long as I can. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. that point, I'm usually beating yeah. the balls off it. Yeah. Exactly. You owe it nothing. It owes you nothing, but you just yeah. Run, Somebody run into the already ground. beat the balls off this one. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Sounds yeah. It's almost like you bought that truck from me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like the diff mounts have uh, really been making some noise, so I'm gonna go ahead and have those replaced out. And uh, I think my mechanic said about four hundred just to replace out all the diff mounts. And all it's really doing is like when you go to shift it into drive or shift it into reverse, you just hear the the front diff. Just you, you can hear it slam. Wow. Or the, yeah, talking about the like the the drive mount, the drive, the drive axle mount. I believe so. It's like way up in there. Because those are pretty easy to replace, dude. Uh, yourself. You're talking about the little cross pieces. The drivetrain there. Eh, never mind. Yeah, I'll have to I'm look dope. up exactly which ones, but it's dope. pretty far up in there. It's like behind the cross member and up. Yeah, if they're doing all four, then that's pretty cheap, four hundred dollars. Uh, I mean, yeah. the part is like stupid easy, but just to get to it, that's yeah, a whole different labor, ball yeah. game. Yep, so it's nice to have a lift and air tools. 
<laughs> I just ratchet strapped my transmission on my Jeep. Just a big one <laughs> going around the whole truck. Nice. <laughs> from the transmission up to the bar. Nice. Yeah. Damn. Done. Yep. You done, Ian? Yep, I'm all done for now. All right, who's next? I'll go next. Because all I've done was sit in the combine, got some corn harvested, about two-thirds done at this point. It rained us out Saturday, Sunday. So I've been planting wheat today for a cover crop, and I still have done no RC stuff. Oh, wow, dude. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you flew anything? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. It's been a while. I could have, I probably could have flew yesterday, but I didn't feel like it. So, yeah. <laughs> Nothing for nice. me again. Damn. All right, well, I'll go next. You go next. What have you been up to? I had no sim on Friday. Wasn't part of the sim. No sim for you, is what I wrote. For me. <laughs> or anyone, I, really. Or anyone. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrenched, in quote, on the 690 Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, it was Saturday. Uh, and I replaced the spindle shaft, which um, I was kind of laughing the entire time I was replacing it because somebody, bad at the field, it? somebody at the field had asked me when I saw the actual visible curve in it, um, and I was trying to get the pitch to align mm-hmm. that I was talking about last week. That dynamic mm-hmm. pitch you had in there? Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody had asked me, well, how do you normally check the spindle shaft? And I said... You can roll it across the table. Uh, there was no need to roll this across the table. It was bad, pretty clunk. bad. Looked like a banana. Yeah. yeah. I was laughing the whole time. So, uh, yeah, changed that out and um, didn't go on the field on Saturday is what I wrote here, but it wasn't Saturday. It was Sunday. We had our club swap meet, and I think they had said oh, that nice. this was the first annual swap meet that we had at the club. And I tell you, I'm driving up to the field, man, and I'm seeing, like, a lot of cars. Oh, man, I want I want to say like forty to fifty cars there. Whoa. There was at least like sixty people there. Yeah, there was a lot of people there. Wow, wow, and a and a lot of stuff and a lot of uh, good pilots. Was it open to the public? Yeah, it must have been because there was a few people there, not part of the club, asking questions, you know, talking about stuff. Some guys I had never seen before selling stuff, but I don't know everybody in the club either. So we had guys that were there bring and they were selling planes. A uh, couple old helis like Flybard 450s I saw for sale. Some Combat guys had birds. cars. Some guys had boats there. Like there was a lot oh, of nice. stuff for sale. They were raffling off a kit, which was cool. And they do like a kind of, you know, they do hamburgers and hot dogs and they ask for donations. And, you know, they, they usually wind up with more money than they need, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw a couple of really good deals. Now, like, I've been looking for like a 3D style plane. You know, because I kind of like the the Sequoia that I have and the the um, Sbach, but they're in Jersey. So one of the members was selling one of those newer extra 300 planes from Horizon for a hundred bucks, man. And I was like, oh my god, this thing's like 350 brand new. You know, he had crashed it and fixed it, 
and it was what well, it was still straight. So uh, I picked that up, man, from the guy like as soon as I got there and saw it. I didn't even haggle with him. So I got that to fly in Florida, which is cool. And another guy was selling two of those V900s. Oh, yeah. And I was like two seconds away from missing out on those. He was selling those for 50 bucks a piece and they look brand new. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they're like $200 or over $200, you know, new. So, yeah. So that was a shame. I, I would have definitely jumped on one of those, you know. But it was great to like, I like, uh, it's great to pull up to the field and see like that many cars and that many people. It's just every time I see it, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know, it means to me like the people are still interested in the hobby and, you know, mm-hmm. there's still people willing to come out and have a good time and, Man, I saw some. One guy had a uh, a Sig or some kind of Russian jet that was enormous, dude. I saw that fly. I, I saw some really good jet pilots, really good like Warbird pilots. It was it was cool. Turbine was like, jets was, or EDFs? Okay. No, they're all they're all everything's electric at this field. Oh, okay. Um, but just very like large large size. Yeah, ninety for, mil stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny. I'm walking up to charge my my oxy five battery and somebody looks at my battery as I'm charging and they're like, Oh, you're going to be flying something big. I'm like, actually this is my small helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I, I flew the six ninety a little bit. Um, that seemed to be yeah, definitely what the problem was with that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I flew the oxy five a few times, man. And dude, I'm just having a ball out there. Uh, nice. With the Oxy Five still, Shaw the the Shawnator Steve Shaw was there and he flew mm-hmm. his. Uh, he asked me to spot him because there were so many people there. He's like, "Hey, would you come out and spot me?" And I remembered that I had my sister's hard hat in my Jeep, so I grabbed that and I ran out. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> to spot him. And he was. Uh, was Where's the picture of that? I think he has it somewhere. He definitely took a picture. Yeah. He's like a couple weeks behind on his pictures. Um. Wore my team planker hat, and I annoyed most of the people there, uh, <laughs> as I should while wearing my hat. Did you get a lot of smirks and like, what does that mean? No, actually, <laughs> nobody really even noticed it. Ah, uh, okay. Not really. I uh, went on my first Florida water rescue, which was pretty cool. One of the guys uh, that belongs to the club crashed in the lake that's like kind of on approach when you're approaching the runway from the left. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys, man, they buy this. Like they spend all this money and you're like, why are you flying that dude? And it's just like only a matter of time before you're going to see it go in like that day, you know? <laughs> right. So this guy, yeah, he had an apprentice and put it in. He and crashed we, an uh, apprentice? Cra- he crashed an apprentice in the <laughs> wow. lake. It was like almost yeah. ungrashable. Uh, yeah. I know. Oh, hell oh, no. <laughs> I have no idea. It's funny as hell, dude, because there's that one guy at the field that knows it all, right? So he he said, well, the guy, I think the same guy with the same plane. It's it's like a Laurel and Hardy show out there. <laughs> and it's like the, the one guy with the plane let this guy help him out. Well, this guy said, of course, he knows everything. So he said, they got, they have, they, I got to reflash that that uh receiver for you so he reflashes the receiver and now the guy's rudder is going the wrong way and he can't change it because it's correcting the right way yeah what so then he has to put like a a servo like a reverser in for the rudder yeah you're kidding so right no i'm not kidding i'm not kidding you ask ask sure so i i'm i'm listening to all this crap and i'm going I'm telling Steve, I'm like, okay, I'm going to break your plane and then I'm going to fix your plane for nothing but, because but I I'm going to fix it. it wrong 
and it yeah, screw it all up. It so none of the AS3X shit works right, or none of the rescue stuff. Basically, just completely ruin ruin it. Yeah, he sabotaged that guy's plane. Yeah, that like he's yeah. gonna hit like rescue or something, and he's gonna dive it into a pile. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, what a yeah. dick. So yeah, so we we recovered the plane with the with a canoe with a little uh, plastic canoe thing or whatever they call those things. Uh-huh. And uh, it was uh, was was pretty funny. Nice to, uh, to do that. <laughs> Didn't see any gators. <laughs> <laughs> How was the plane? Was it bad, or was it no? It was fixable? just no. It was definitely fixable. I mean, just don't let that one guy obviously. touch it. Jesus. Yeah. 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 At least it'll undo all his stuff. Reflash <laughs> the, the receiver. Yeah, oh never. Right. That, that do doesn't that? make any sense. Like you, oh, you no. just plug it up and bind it to a spectrum, and it's pretty much ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I do not and know. If something's man. backwards, you don't put in a servo reverser from 1983. Not with, with gyros, no. 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 And then he said, "I have like I buy these in, in lots of tens. Well, yeah, if you're screwing everybody's plane up in the field, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and all of his." I mean, you haven't needed those things in decades, no. have you? Yeah. I mean, your radios are programmed. Says computer now. radios. I mean, yeah. some people will use them if you're in certain situations on ailerons where you're only sure, putting them into channel. one channel mm-hmm. and this and yep, that. Yep. But that's yep. pretty right. rare. Yeah. Not right. not Nowadays. on a bind and fly Nowadays. horizon plane. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That's an XP computer. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> But it was cool. It was it was a good day, man. We we got some, you know, got to see some, like I said, got to see some good good flights, and it was just it was all around good day. I really I really enjoyed myself. I had a lot of fun just screwing around, and it was, it was decent. That's all I really was up to this weekend, man. So when are you gonna fly the plane? Yeah. I uh, well, I wanted to make I wanted to just I brought it home, took it apart, and just wanted to make sure, uh, you know, everything that one was guy like, hadn't like touched it. Yeah, smart. I did that. I got to yeah. look for a receiver. I think, I think my, a lot of my stuff is either in storage down here or in Jersey. So I'll have to find a receiver somewhere. How I'll, far is Graves RC from you? Uh, two hours, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. It's up by my hours. mother's. Next time I go up by her. Yeah, I next time. Yeah. Out. Yeah. That'd be cool. Go pick up a receiver. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going to come by and visit you this weekend. <laughs> Actually, we're going up next, uh, no, two weeks, I think. We're, my sister and I are going up to see her. So maybe I'll. Well, there you go. Uh, we got to stop by. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's it for me. Who's next? Steve, you're next. I guess it's me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty much this whole week, I didn't, I haven't done much flying or anything like that. Um, until Sunday. So come Sunday, um, I wanted to stay local. I had a couple of batteries charged, and I was like, well, where can I go? So I, I on Facebook, I pinged the uh, the mid-VA RC club that's by me. And it's about like 30 minutes. Not even. It's like 20 minutes from me. And and they're like, yeah, there's a couple guys going to be flying. I'm like, dope. I'll go and check it out, you know? So I brought the... Uh, Cracking 580 with my two two packs that I have, and then the raw with uh with several packs, and headed out there probably about noon. Got out there, and there's a couple of folks already there. 
um, set up and getting set up and stuff. So, yeah, I met a couple of club members. It was cool. They had a little, you know, they were cooking some like chicken for lunch and stuff. So, I guess I caught them at a, on a good uh, on a good day. So there's nice. uh, probably about a maybe about ten folks, maybe eight or nine, eight to ten folks. I think it was a good amount of cars there. It was a good amount of folks, and um, you know, pretty much a hundred percent plankers you know yeah. um but you know i met a couple of really cool guys like they're all down to earth they're all you know explaining about the the pattern fly to me you know like you got to fly the pattern and i'm like oh well can i fly on the side a little you know i haven't seen anyone fly there so i wasn't sure on their level and everything and they i guess they haven't seen me fly so it was um right you right. know but but they're you know kind of going through that and you know, he's asking me like if I fly sport or 3D, and I'm like, yeah, 3D, I guess. So, um, but yeah, I had fun. They were like, yeah, if you have some stuff to fly, fly. And I was like, cool. So I flew the Kraken 580, and I think I, I don't think they've seen like heli pilots. Was they were like, oh wow, you know, they're like really impressed. And I was like, oh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. But I had a good time. Um, nice. Both helis flew fantastic. I was really beating up on that raw man. And um, I don't know, like, it's such a big open space. Like, it's not big on the field. It's kind of like Boulder where, like, you have, like, the tree back, you know, it's it's a bowl. Like, it kind of feels like a bowl. Um, so you have a tree line in the back. But, like, just because, I don't know, it just, like, the tree line stops and then there's nothing, right? Like, so it's just really open sky. So I was having fun using a lot of space and, and flying, flying big air stuff. Um Cool. And yeah. Um, so I spent probably like four hours there, even though I told my wife, I'm like, yeah, it'll probably be like an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so four hours later, I come back home and I'm like, yeah, I think I want to join this club. It's, you know, it's like a hundred bucks, whatever. And um, I'm telling you, it's a 20 minute drive. It, that is unbeatable compared to the, you know, an hour and 15, hour and 20 going to Fredericksburg. And that's on a good day without any traffic on 995. So, yeah, you know, yeah, traffic sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, let's see. I did a little bit of work on the Miata. Um, I installed a I installed a new battery in there because my battery was dead, and you know, did a lot of staring at it. Like, yeah, one of these <laughs> days, you know, a lot of staring, <laughs> a lot of staring at it, looking at it. Like, you're oh, so yeah. close, dude. I know, I know. But there was like, a couple of things that I just like. I'm like, I can't freaking get this clutch thing figured out it's not working so i'm like you know let me i'm enjoying flying let me just take more time flying and i'll just look at it some more <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, it'll fix itself if you stare yeah, at it maybe long enough it'll just you know I'll, I'll just i'll i'll magically do something and it'll work or i'll figure it out but i gotta call george uh, and tell him not this weekend dude <laughs> yeah, yeah that's not right. let's give him no, a few but more it's weeks running and it's running it's and ringing. everything so i don't have those boxes anymore i don't have the need for those boxes anymore so so that was that's what it was all about but um beyond that though um my m2 neil's been down for for a little while um i got it all fixed last week and i was all I'm excited to fly and I flew one flight and and then I was like, oh, let me turn it up a little. Was, you know, let me see what I could do. And I looked. I was like, oh wow, the head speed. I'm like, oh, what happens if I just put to 9600, like all the way up, 100 percent, like give me everything. And it went up in the air, and I did a pitch pump, 
and then it pirouetted out of control, and I, I landed. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I, you know, ha <laughs> I, I blew. I, it was weird. I was like, I, I blew the tail motor. Uh, wait, the tail motor is not attached anymore. The wires are burnt off. <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's something, something weird. Whatever. And then like I fix it. I put a whole new tail motor in there, and, I'm, and then you know, I'm like, okay, cool. I put the battery, and I'm like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Yeah, I burnt out the ESC. So. <laughs> So I ordered another ESC and, you know, I did all the soldering to make an M2 ESC fit in the Neo, not the Neo, but the, um, the Logo 200's, uh, aluminum ESC case. And yeah, I gotta just get that put back on the heli. So, but yeah, I, I think I'm gonna start making videos for this. I feel like anyone who has a Logo 200 that burns out an ESC like me, um, could probably use like, a the wiring diagram and, and, Tips on how to unsolder all the pinouts and then solder, you know, new stuff. Yeah, and I love to see stuff on fire, so definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of it for me. <laughs> oh, that was great. All right. Good job. All right. Uh, what about you, Jay? How have you been? I've been good, brother. Been really good. I've been working pretty much just wrenching on helis. Since uh, LA Extravaganza, nice. fixing up everything. Uh, so I've been going back through all those. Did get out this weekend um, to test out the ones that I fixed. Uh, still got one one left on the bench. The 700 end still on the bench, getting that back together. I I planted that one pretty good out there. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, 570 ends running good again. Galley's running good again. Astros running good again. So I'm happy about that. Um, you know, the sad part felt so bad for poor Rodney because I mean you guys uh-huh. know. You're out yeah. to eat two of them. Uh, and the, the galley was done. I mean, that thing is done, done. <laughs> like, there's nothing that's not broke on that. <laughs> oh, man. But what did Jay say that Rodney put two of them in? Yeah. So the, the 550X and the galley. Uh-huh. And okay. He had, he'd been working on the 550X because that was one was fixable uh, since Hell Extravaganza had just gotten it back together. First flight out there on Saturday, and he just smashed it right back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> poor guy. I was like, oh, that's the worst. And uh, he had his Black Nitro sitting there, too. And now he's, like, afraid. You know, you can mm, tell. You get a little gun <laughs> shy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, man. We can do it. We can do it. So I, I helped him get out there. We got it running. And he had, had uh, made some adjustments on the power tune kit and uh, had actually upgraded from the V1 to the V2 kit. And uh, we got that thing retuned back in, and, and she's ripping hard. And he, he finally got back on the sticks, and, and he got himself a flight in, um, you know, before we went home that day. So mm-hmm. but, uh, it's, a, it's a good weekend, and I can't wait to get the 700 in uh, back together because I'm trying something a little different with that right now. And uh, I know I'm a big YS guy, but I'm, I'm actually going to put an OS in it, an OS 91. What? Uh, nice. Two two main reasons. One, I want to run a, a backplate sensor, and you can't you just can't run those on the YS unless you have the aluminum backplate. But the um, uh, the second reason is I want to kind of uh, tame tame the power a bit and and tone it down a little bit and and make it like a smoother you know smoother power to keep me from smashing it in like I do so often. <laughs> and you think um, that'll help? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, slightly. You think too much power is the problem? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just it, curious. It can, get, it can get out of hand. Okay. That's for sure. Um, 
but can save you too. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm going to try that. Uh, and, uh, I got the motor from Tom Shin and uh, it's got the speed sleeve and the speed crank. Nice. That's basically, a, uh, it's an OS speed basically in the, uh, in the HZ crank, uh, case. So looking forward to giving that a shot. Yeah, man. There's one other project. I can't really talk about that too much, but you'll see it. And the guys are going to be like, what the, Oh, you got secret, <laughs> secret squirrel projects now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Secret hush hush stuff. Yep. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's get right into the main topic then, huh? Sure. All right. So for the folks that don't know you, Jay, um, where are you located? I'm currently located in the Raleigh-Durham area. I live in Durham, but everybody recognizes Raleigh when I say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in the hobby? So I've been in the hobby since uh, 2016, so not a oh, terribly wow. long time. Um, mm-hmm. But I, mean, I grew up flying planes with Dad, and then mm-hmm. uh, he always made fun of helicopter guys growing up. And uh was, oh, I, I see where this is going. I was the first <laughs> I got it. I was like, yeah, okay. I did. It's kind of cute because I got the chance to, uh, Dad actually came up from Florida uh, maybe two months ago, three months ago, but it's the first time he has been flying with me. And so oh. he had a blast. And he said, that is insane. Of course, I had to do, you know, uh, put the Gowie X7 with the 14S. Uh, set up mm-hmm. on, rip off the mat in bank three. <laughs> Watch him take a couple steps back. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that, Pops? Yeah. yeah. How you like me now? <laughs> Try that with your cub. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, though, Jay. That's cool. Yeah, that's, you guys could do that. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, man. Um... So do you fly just helis or do you fly planks and multi-rotors? Uh, right now, just hel- helicopters. I mean, I have some some drone, old drones that I had when I first started because I uh-huh. was kind of, you know, had a few drones I was playing with. They're nothing nothing nice or anything like that. But no, I'm just flying helicopters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of spoke about it. Uh, so what got you interested in the hobby? It was, your dad was in it. and Yep. Yeah, and then uh, I so I was in. I've done a lot of hobbies over the years, but uh, after motorcycles, and then I moved into the city in, in in Durham. I had to sell my bike, and I did motorcycles for years. And um, I was just kind of looking for something to give me a rush, you know. But knew I was getting older and needed to slow it down. Yeah. And started out with the little um, mall helicopters, you know, mm-hmm. flying around. Everybody, Durham. man, Axles. Hear everybody say that. Yep. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, it's funny because when I remember Leslie sends me this video, she's like, Jay, check this out. And uh, it was Tariq. Uh, do you remember the video that he, he was flying uh, at night? A Gowie X7. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like down the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. trees and stuff. The, the palm trees. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. The palm trees. Yeah. And I watched that, that Leslie, that, that's fake. That is. Yeah. That is <laughs> <laughs> And uh, sh- sure enough, I started, of course, it piqued my interest. So I started, you know, looking for other videos. And all of a sudden, I started finding this is a real thing. Like, these helicopters actually do this. And uh, I went to my local uh, shop 
to a local hobby shop and the guy said, well, yeah, there's a, there's a group, uh, you know, a club not far from here. Uh, you should go check those guys out. Uh, now that happened to be RCHO, mm-hmm. uh, back with Lincoln and, uh, Rick, Rick Stowers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. That's oh, all that. Awesome. It was all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least for your wallet. Uh, talk about your wallet. <laughs> what do you do for a living? How do you uh, support the hobby? So I'm currently a systems administrator for a construction company. They're an electrical construction company, Moonlight Electric. Oh, and nice. It's actually been a great thing for the club as well because uh, Keith throws away uh, so much stuff that they had mm. extra from jobs on the construction sites. And mm. I'm like, hey, are you going to use those lights? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Donated oh, a ton of stuff to the club, which has been great. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about the club. Um, uh, let's see. Sponsors. Do you have sponsors? No, sir. No, sir. All right. Keep being real. Offered, but I just haven't. Uh, yeah, I, I like to fly solo. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see what's on the boilerplate next. Simming. Simming next would be my sim of choice. I have all of them. Real mm-hmm. flight. Um, and I mean, uh, what's the other one that runs on the Steam? The accuracy. Yeah, accuracy. accuracy. I, I bought a copy of that too, but uh-huh. Next is seems to be my go-to. Yeah, yeah Next is good. All right. So let's talk about your fleet. Mm-hmm. What's on your wall of helis? Uh, flying or crashed? <laughs> let's start with flying and then see how, like, how much you got if it's only a couple of flying then we'll talk about some crash <laughs> so flying I've got the uh, Mastro Nitro um, I love that bird it is the smoothest flying helicopter for Nitro out yeah. there and it's currently got the, um, the YS120 uh, the MRCI pipe on it um, uh, that bird is just, it's, it is my best running Nitro I've ever owned somehow that configuration just worked out perfectly uh, also, the uh, Gowie X7, the um, Saab 570N, the Jim Boss conversion, uh, the 700N, the Alliance 700 Nitro Pro, not the DFC. Um, crashed, I've got the Black Nitro, the Kraken Electric, uh, two 700Es, um, and like a 380 or something. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um and then supporting equipment, you know, radio, motors, ESCs, all that fun stuff, batteries. Mm-hmm. What you got? So I started on Jetty, as I mentioned earlier, but uh, I've kind of moved over to V-Control. I love the feel of the Jetty radio, and I wish that Jetty could do what V-Control does. If it uh-huh. did, you fly in Jetty. I love it. Um, but the V-Control uh, just is simple. And when, you know, when you get busy in the hobby, time becomes a huge factor. So sure. it was just simple and easy. Uh, then um, I've been running expert protect servos on the cyclic. Um, I will not put them on my tail anymore at all after going through too many of them on the tail. Um, mm-hmm. going to uh, start getting into MKS has always been solid on the tail. Uh-huh. Uh, but started playing with Theta. And oh, nice. Yeah. It's with Theta on the tail. Mm-hmm. And uh, told uh, uh, Ting, I said, well, if they'll last through me, they're good servos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, yep, they've been uh, handling crashes like a champ. Awesome. 
So, Jay, I got to back up for a second. I have a few friends of mine that fly jetty, and they would say, well, what does Jay mean that jetty can't do what V-Control can? It's the simplicity of the setup. Uh, even with, uh, if you, well, okay, I guess, yes. I'm, I say that I went through fly barless units, too. I started it with Icon, Brain. Um, I, I literally tried them all and found that the uh, the original V-Bar Silver Lines, I love the way okay. the old um, flew, and it just, the, the way the tail, tail felt, the, the cyclic, it, to me, it felt better than the others. So I, wa- I wanted to go with that fly barless unit. And obviously, I'm dragging a computer out to the field every time to make any kind of a change. You got to fire it up, hook it up. There was no, you know, integration for the jetty to talk to the, the V bar fly barless unit. So that, that became the issue right there. And then it was like, well, the V control just talks right to it. Now, um, I know if you're flying brain, jetty is a great option. You know, jetty right. has integration into brain and um, mm-hmm. I, I still have a brain and, um, we'll I'm throw glad that you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ian. I'm awesome. Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never had mine. Just checking to see if you're still there. Ian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. He's wrenching on his Jeep. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Damn tie rods. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was just curious because uh, I everybody that you know I talked to was like, oh, they could both do the same thing, you know. So, but yeah, you pointed out Icon and Jetty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's or just Brandon the Jetty. Time. I mean, it is. I've sat there yeah. and done back setups on both of them. And no matter how good you are, it's going to take less time to do a V control setup than it is on a jet. Yeah. It's unbeatable. Like the menu structure and no ease of the wizard. Yep. Okay. Cool. Oh, big, big scorpion fan right here. I only fly gold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice Pop for me. Okay. Very cool. What about your battery packs? Did we cover that? What, what you use? Uh, whatever's not burned up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, what about I chargers? Did. You got some fancy charging kit? Build uh, built, your own? Yeah, I did. I built my own uh, a couple years ago. Uh, it took like four months to build, but it's it's just a uh, you know a Power Lab six, um, and then I stuck a Q8 on top of it. Uh, so I, <laughs> My 14S, so I've got a Q8 and a Power Lab mm. that I use, so I could do uh, 7S packs. Yep, I know the feeling on that. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, let's let's talk a little bit about this power tune kit. Cool. Yeah. It's not a power tune kit. Power. It's power tune. Power. Power tune. Yes. Sorry. I stand correct. The power tune kit. <laughs> More power. More power. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, where did this come from? Like, you know. Like, so this started, uh, what, beginning of last year, I want to say, beginning of 2020 or late mm-hmm. 2019, with me, uh, John Allen. If you're not sure if you guys know John Allen. Yeah. Um, I know John. He had, he had somehow gotten... Some kind of a, it wasn't called a power tune kit. It was just an adapter yeah. uh, from some guy in Europe. And he couldn't get any more of them. 
But that was the first thing that started us off like, hey, there is something, there is a way to do this, you know. And so we we took that. And um, so basically, I, I started reaching out to guys that had CNC shops and trying to get pricing. And me and John, and then we brought Tom in on it, too. And he was because he was interested. And uh, we were just going to pay whatever it cost to get a couple of them made for us. Like, I, And I'm talking with shops, and it was going to be like $500. Mm-hmm. Just, just to get it modeled up, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it was like, hey, hey, if we can buy ten of them, you know, between the between all of us, we split the cost up. It'll be worth it, you know, because we just wanted to have that power that the YS put out, but the reliability of the, you know, the OS's tune. Um, and that's initially what it started out as. And then um, somebody turned me on to Gregor. Uh, I sent him that. Euro piece of trash that didn't even work right, <laughs> but and he modeled it up and started creating you know the power tune kit with us, and then he would send us a a version of it. We'd put it on our helicopters, test it, and and it was it was pretty sketch at first. I ain't gonna lie, um, but it kind of we had a lot of fun with it. Um, talked a lot of shit. It, it gave us a reason to get together too, because John's in Wilmington, mm-hmm. Tom's in Georgia, and you know we get together whenever we could just to you know do some test runs on this thing and it just kept getting better and better. And then, um, then it kind of got to the point at the still initially we were even looking at trying to sell it. Gregor was just helping us out. Um, and then it kind of turned into like this, this really does work and this could be something. And I remember Greg, he's like, uh, so Jay, um, if I wanted to start selling these, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I didn't copyright any of this, you know, it's all yours, man. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of how it uh, all got started. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, cool. what was it like when you first like you put it together, you put it in a heli, and like, I mean, like, what do you set your needles to, right? Like, <laughs> you know, right, like, what, right. what was your first kind of like startup like with that? Yeah. Interesting. That was interesting because obviously we had no idea, so we just set it. So stinking rich. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. just open it all the way and keep going yeah. in until it runs. <laughs> needles yeah. falling off. <laughs> yeah, we just took the needles out and started yeah. it. <laughs> <Stop> it <all>. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's pretty much how it started. And then we would start tuning them in until we found it because a motor will run extremely, extremely rich. Yeah. Now they will not spool up. I mean, you can get them to start spooling, but they'll just start bogging out. Um, okay. That's how you can. And so we started there until you get it to spool up. And uh, that's how that tune and t- the tune and test went. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I love hearing when, like, you know, hobbyists, like, come up with an idea and they actually put it into production, you know. Don't matter, really. Right. Um, I don't I don't think people are making a killing out of it or anything, but it's not yeah. about that, though. It's about, the you know, making it available for the rest of the folks to, to be exactly. able to mess around with this stuff and have fun with it. Right, because I mean, I went through. Um, it was actually it was Tom. I blame Tom. Uh, I was flying OS motors before that, and then uh, Tom had gotten me a YS motor. And the first YS motor I tried was just absolutely insane, and I could not Crack. believe. It was, <laughs> yeah, there was that kind of power in a nitro. <laughs> and uh, so six YS motors later, I was really frustrated. <laughs> Man, and. Uh, just had some a lot of weird issues and it was all centered around the regulator you know i, yeah. I had weird things happen and um 
So that's, that's where it came. Like I remember having a, we were, me and Chris Olson were sitting around the bonfire and drinking a beer. And he's like, man, if you could stick an OS carburetor on a YS motor, you'd have the best damn motor ever. (laughs) 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 And there you go. And from, yeah, from there, an idea was born. That's it. An idea was planted. Right. <laughs> and then when, when you saw that adapter, it was like, wait a minute, this is actually possible. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. It was, man. it was a lot of fun. And then still, still running them. And it's been neat to see what other people have done with them too. Like we initially didn't even think we could run them unregulated. We were testing all regulated. And then some guy in another country, he got it running unregulated and he hits us up and he's like, Oh, it's running great. Oh, okay. So you can mm. run the just using the G carb if you know the yeah. OS carb or uh, 61G. Well, the 61E is the unregulated carb or the ER yeah. carb the line symbol on there or an ER carb. And I'll be honest, I have pretty much switched over to running unregulated because it, it it's better. I don't have to worry about check valves anymore, sticking regulators, any of that. I just run unregulated. Yeah. 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 Moves to failure points for sure. That's that's cool. Didn't know that. And they're so, cheaper. When you yeah. you know for the folks that are like, oh, I want to run this, but I gotta buy a, a you know a carb yeah. and they're like two hundred something dollars. You're like, damn. Oh, you can go to you know. There's a like like the uh, event that he was talking about. He found that airplane at. A lot of those yeah. old events have um, some of those old planker guys have those OS motors with the e carbs on them. Just pull those carbs off, and now you got one. Yep, you found a bunch that way. Uh, let's let's dig into RCHO a little. Um, you know, because it's it's actually amazing that you've only been in a hobby since 2016, so five years, let's say. Mm-hmm. And and like, I think the involvement of, of the growth of RCHO, I think, has a lot to do with your involvement with it, and and Leslie's involvement, and now obviously Rodney and Tammy as well. Um. But yeah, yeah, let's go into that. Let's dig into that. So, um, let's see. Our RCHO was Chris and Lincoln and Rick when I first came. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we'd get together whenever we could. Um, the trouble was Chris was on the road all the time. He worked out of town continuously. And so, um, Lincoln and I would get together like on Friday nights and go fly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's that's kind of how it started, but there really wasn't a whole lot of people in the club at that time. There was guys that would show up, you know, once every couple of months. But it was, and then Rick was getting married right around the time I was getting in it as well. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he was kind of gone a lot, so it was kind of me and Lincoln looking at each other out there flying. <laughs> and, um, then Rodney came on board, and he he showed up with his little uh, blade 180 in a in a uh, it was in a cooler. <laughs> oh, we gotta get Rodney on the show next. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. And uh, he just, you know, met him, had a good time. Uh, he started coming out every weekend, and I started training him on my. At the time, I was flying the Scarecrow or the 700E Scarecrow, yeah. and uh, I would just buddy box him. And I had the jetty radios. I had two jetties at the time, so I would just buddy box him. And he got to the point where he he could take off, land. And uh, he bought his first 600 compass 
And man, that was, that was it. It was all downhill from there. And <laughs> we just wanted to keep the club going and have fun and give people a place to um, unwind and just be yourself. And we didn't nice. want it to be about, um, we didn't want it to be about models and sponsorships and all this, though those things are great and they're awesome. You know, the club is about the people and it's about, you know, it's a hobby. It's fun. I don't do this for a living. I just have a good time. Mm-hmm. So anything goes. <laughs> the sky's the limit. Crazier the better. And it mm-hmm. kind of just turned into a thing for us. Yeah. It's awesome, a cool club man. for sure. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it, though. Like uh like you're saying, just come out and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, keep the drama out of it. It's amazing how much drama can be around these clubs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't have any old plankers at that club, so that keeps a lot of the drama away. <laughs> the HO That's part. Good. Yes. Anybody come in with that, they'd get run off. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll, we'll let them take off. Go ahead, at your own risk. <laughs> Tandem. <laughs> if y'all know our field, it's it's very uneven. It's not. Uh, you can. I guess yeah. if you're, you take off in a really short distance, you'd be fine. But yeah. <laughs> I just mean that that planker grouchy old man attitude i think you'd get chased away yeah stand for that i think it's the you know what i think it's boiling down to and i'm probably you know slowly doing research on this being at this club that i'm at now it's just like (laughs) you know the the, they they have a mindset and they know everything and you know if the egos start to get involved and you know i've seen it a few times there's some really great guys but i've also seen those same guys with a little bit of you know ego and can't let your ego never, get too big you know because i mean like me i know everything but my ego is not too big so it, it kind of evens out <laughs> right. you can't see i'm just shaking my head yeah. <laughs> i was waiting for somebody to say something oh, shit. <laughs> so <laughs> i try to be serious for one moment on this show yeah we can't uh-huh. have that Oh. And Andy stomps all over it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy's right. good about that too. He is. All right, let's get back on track here. So, yeah. Yeah. so RCHL. Um, I said last year, year and a half. There's been a lot of improvements. You want to talk about some improvements that you guys have mm-hmm. made? Yeah. So the lights was something that we wanted to do. Light um, flies big. Yeah. Big deal at RCHL. And it started with um, you know, we just had little handheld spotlights and um, that was awesome and that kind of got me started in to night flying with lincoln but obviously you've got to have two people there to hold a spotlight you know and there's nights like i said it's just me and lincoln so (laughs) it was really hard to do that so we were initially wanting like to try and buy a light tower but looking at the cost and the maintenance of that it was just not something we're a very small club obviously so there's not money for anything like that but um, my it, it kind of hit it off with work. Uh, mm-hmm. My boss had three sight lights that were 1,000-watt halogen lights, and we started with that. And that was a whole six-month process of wow. stacking them on pallets and then stacking you know, 55-gallon drums on top of pallets to get it up higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One time, I think we had two, two 55-gallon drums on top of each other. And, oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah just to try it out and uh uh-huh. 
And that's pretty much just how it got started with that. And it was like, hey, this is really cool because we can have the generator running behind the shed so we don't have that loud noise right there on the mm-hmm. flight line, yep. which be extremely annoying sometimes. And um, still have the light, but uh, it just kind of grew from there. You know, I, I got uh, the, again, boss donated six by six um, uh, poles that we were able to put the lights on, the towers on. And then a big, huge electrical reel that we stuck it in to help use it as a holder. Right. Um, and Rodney works um, in a, like a, it's a, I don't want to say it's like a, a bathroom. They do a lot of glass work. Yeah, and, a lot of glass work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like old pieces of glass that they were throwing away. And we put glass in front of the shed. And it was like, man, this is really cool. It kind of cut back on the wind, mm-hmm. you know? You can still then, see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, but you can still see. You can hide behind it when certain people it fly. Is, I would believe it's nearly bulletproof. So it's pretty damn thick. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Three, three eighths inch thick, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like to get uh, behind it when Kevin McGrady goes to take uh, off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a line waiting at that point. Yeah, behind yeah. everybody's yeah. huddled in there. <laughs> it's like I'd rather catch yeah. COVID than. Get hit by Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm giving him a hard time. He knows it. It's not that Suck bad. Suck it. Suck it. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of the RCHO events because those are those are always a blast. Um, oh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you hold two events a year, is it? Yep, right now we're holding two events a year. That we do the uh, chill out uh, event, which started out at, with the Hooligans podcast. If you remember that, mm-hmm. they started. Oh yeah, right. right. Yeah, uh, and we actually had another event in the like a little later after that that we've kind of just done away with and just taken over the chill out. Um, now with uh, and then so we could do the chill out and then we do the fall poll now and that's just pretty much what we're sticking to because there's just so many events to go to. Yeah, so. there's too many. There are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, now we have Urcho. That, that's going to become a thing. I think so. <laughs> and that that started out as a joke. Again, everything with RCHO starts as a joke, and then it's just like <laughs> it's a know. brilliant one, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, at these events, though, there are some, you know, and you kind of hinted at it. You know, you're out to have fun, so you know, just bring it and let's have fun, right? Um. You know, who who whose idea was like the fire pit and, and the, the little extra stuff that the extra flair, I guess you can say, that RCHO brings to the events? So the ideas are at random, you know, most of the time they're at random or just one of us comes up with, hey, it would be really cool if, you know, and I think the actual the fire pit idea was Chad. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember his last name, but I Taylor. know he. Taylor. Yes. Chad Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Night Chad. We all know Chad Chandler. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I assume this was Night, Night Chad, Chad. Yes. Night Chad and Day Chad. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he he had said something about that, and then I I ran over to Scott Graham and I was like, "Hey, if we stick a fire pit out in the middle of the field, would you fly over it?" And he's like, "Well, fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic idea. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Uh, so, that's how that got kicked off but uh-huh. all the different crazy things that we've done i mean some of it we would try to keep his tradition like the combat i mean that's always been yeah 
Um, we've got some new things coming up that we're hoping to bring. I guess, I guess I, everybody kind of knows about it. We, there's a new one. If I can have it running for fall pool, if I have enough time to get it together, I'm going to try and do it. But it, it is, I wanted to do, took, I love the fire idea and I wanted to do flaming limbo. So I had a guy, um, who's a member, Steve Connerly. He welded us up. Uh, he oh, found yeah. a pipe that has holes in the top of it. And then we have propane running through the pipe. It is 20 feet long. And obviously when you light propane, we all know what happens. Fun. So if, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. All right, kids. Propane equals fun. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just put that on a stand and then, you know, but I wanted to make it to where anybody could do it. It's for one thing, it's 20 feet long. So there's plenty of space, you know, to fill, fit a helicopter underneath. And I, I yeah. wanted to, and that's about eight feet high. The, the only problem we have right now is that with, with one tank of propane pushing it in, the fuel just can't move through the line and down the pipe fast enough. Yeah. So flame blows out really easy. But I was talking with Casey Campbell, my man Casey. <laughs> and he said, well, just add air. And I was like, well, yeah. genius. <laughs> so I press her. And then uh, that's, that's the next thing. We're going to add some oxygen. Oh, yeah. Cool. Get that tune right, and you're gonna have some flames coming out of those little holes, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, let's talk about the combat. That's always fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, how did that get started? Was that just someone saying, "Hey, let's tandem flight," and it ended up becoming a tandem? I mean, a combat. You know, because that's my excuse, and I stand by it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So combat has started before I was there. And that was just something that RCHO had done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Hank in, Chris and them, and I just kept rolling with it because it was so much fun. And um, I, I'll never forget, like, the first, I think it was one of the first combats I saw was when um, Lincoln, well, it, it was a normal 450 combat. And then two guys at the end, Lincoln was one, and the other fellow's name, I can't remember, but he was from Wilmington. They had done like it was like a tie. So they had to do mm-hmm. a tie. So someone donated a Saab 570 and then Rick donated his Blade 550. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is huh. about to be really good. So they combated those and um, the Blade ate that Saab for lunch, man. <laughs> it was so awesome to watch nice. this it though. And then uh, it was like, I was like, I, I got to get into this. So I think the next event or the next year, um, they were all doing 450s again, and I walked out there with my 700 electric at the time, the Scarecrow, and uh, that was a blast. That was a fun flight. Um, <laughs> it's just always been, you know, it's a, remember one guy walks, he, or he took his helicopter out there, and he had like a chicken on it. He got a plastic chicken and made it part of the fuselage. And, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he had a flying chicken? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Charmin, wasn't it? No, that was the same guy that battled Lincoln a couple years before oh, Donovan? that. Donovan. Donovan, that's his name. Donovan. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I just realized I've been there for a lot of this stuff. It's pretty yeah, funny because I was at the first chill out, which I think that's where that combat with the five seventies yeah. happened. Yeah, it might have been the spring event. I don't remember. Remember which event, but I know that was. I think that, it was the chill out. I yeah, I want to hear. The I think I heard talking about it. About it. Right? Yeah. 
it was either the chill out or that there was yeah I had an event in June like of that year I think or May yeah. or something and but I was June there for not really doing anymore we were kind of replacing yeah, that with the right yeah that was uh but yeah the chicken on the helicopter that was so funny it's just <laughs> yeah. it was something something to have fun go out there throw whatever you got out there mm-hmm. in the air it's, yeah. I know the the last time we did this chill out event uh, uh, again, um, Chad Taylor came up with those, uh, stones, those gravestones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, took them all out there and had them all lit up. And, uh, I just thought that was, you know, it was just such a, a blast to be able to do that. And then I think people bought them, which helped support the club. Um, it was just something fun. Everybody donates something fun to have a good time mm-hmm. and, uh, just keep the party going. Heck yeah. Awesome. All right. Do we have more questions for Jay? What do we got? Mm, I don't know. We covered quite a bit. I, I will so. say. Well, let's talk about Urcho. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, now, first, first, I have a question. Have you ever been to Urcho? I have not. You have not. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, yeah. Talk to me about Urcho this past uh, year. I'm so, sure Urcho folks will love to hear about this. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying Urcho? Yeah. Urcho, like R C H O. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's, but irresponsible. Irresponsible R C Helis only. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of <laughs> seems like your M O, like your um, your man- <laughs> mantra, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think we should just change the uh, the symbol there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that, that came up from John Allen. He came up with that idea, and he just wanted to get together and fly. And he's like, "Hey, let's get a bunch of guys together." He's like, "I don't feel like driving to Urcha." Um, you know, he was just getting back from uh, being overseas and something like that. And wanted to get together and fly. So mm-hmm. we hit up a couple guys, and it's it's kind of spread. And and yeah, CHO events have a tendency of doing that. Even like the small ones that turn into events, which seems to happen more and more often, uh, like Urcho. And, uh, you know, before you know it, Dan's there and Sherman's coming and, and, you know, it just turned into a thing. And mm-hmm. we just went with it. I think, uh, Tom sent Leslie some piece of media or something and she spun it around and changed it up and made some kind of like Urcho symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I heard, I heard they got really mad at that. But, yeah. Uh, we were, they we loved it. <laughs> but we were just having fun. This, it was all for jokes. Yeah. And uh, somebody brought, what was it? Uh, Zach. Zach Wildell brought that penis. <laughs> <laughs> Zach would have one of those, wouldn't he? Gosh. Right? That guy. Uh, it ended up on my toolbox at first. And then before you yeah. know, like it was just the next thing. It would end up all over the club at different people's campers and cars. And uh, then by the end of the event, we were, they were, I was videoing John and it was so funny because the, the, the dick goes flying by the camera as I'm videoing and you can <laughs> somebody like took a snapshot <laughs> of that. And then we ended up like drawing on the glass, a uh, target and we were throwing it, trying to get oh my it. To gosh. Target. Mm-hmm. Uh, dick darts. Yeah. Yeah. That one. <laughs> <Those I was laughs> <darts. laughs> so we're like halfway across the field, like launching it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
then Tom's like, he's like, Jay, you've got to get that on the back of John's truck before he leaves Sunday night. Right. And so I'm like, how am I going to do this? Cause John's parked right next to the shelter. And I know he's, he's, you know, he's going to be watching. So, but I had let him, or I had let him borrow my hitch so he could tow the trailer. And I had to reach over there and get the hitch. And I had the thing in my back pocket and dunk, I stuck it. <laughs> and I waved at him like, you're good to go, bud. And he pulls off and they got a video of that and then um, like posted it, but didn't like post it till the next morning. Well, the funny part was, okay, I think they had posted it, but hadn't tagged him in it. Then tagged him the next morning. He gets up, sees the video, (laughs) goes out. It was still on the back of his truck. It made it all the way to Wilmington. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh, my gosh. Oh my God! I wonder how many times that uh, that Johnson ended up on like uh, TikTok, you know, just somebody seeing it driving down the road. Yeah. <laughs> you see uh, the mom, kids in the back seat. What's that? <laughs> don't look, kids. Oh, don't, that, look. don't worry yeah. about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, it, it may make an appearance, another appearance at some point, but oh uh, boy, it's funny. Something to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, all right. Shall we move it on? Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Let's do the top ten shotgun round. All right. All right. I'm gonna set this one out. You guys. Do it. Go for it. I'm going first. I'm going third. I'll go second. Good job, Ian. All right. So, quick questions, quick answers. First one, pinch or thumb? Uh, I'm both. Pinch on the right, thumb on the left. You're weird. Uh, Hybrid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nitro or electric? (laughs) Is that even a question? I already know the answer to it. (laughs) <laughs> the canopy do what what's a canopy uh, <laughs> that true uh, nitro okay nice. question three is 500 and below or 550 and larger oh, 550 and larger okay. yeah when was the last time you flew a fly bar Haley. Uh, i Liff Lewis's probably about a year ago, I'm guessing. So I flew right. his our, uh, Line 500. That's the only one I've ever really flown. Yeah, cool. Um, sport or 3D? A scale, only scale. Okay. All right. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strap or strapless? Both. 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 I got to hear this one. I just change it up every now and again. I, I, okay. I'll fly without a strap, and sometimes I'll fly with one. Okay. He likes to go both ways, Kevin. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. Not judging. <laughs> but yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. So, cordless or brushless <laughs> servos? Or do you care? Uh,. I don't really care. It's whatever's cheapest and can handle a crash. Mm-hmm. Fuselage, 
Oh, go ahead. Sorry about that. That's what I say, but I am running a lot of brushless right now. So. Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, fuselage style or pod and boom? Pod and boom. Nice. Do you prefer low or high head speed? Probably low. Okay. Okay. Large events like Urcha or maybe even a large <laughs> spring fling or small events? Small events. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. That was the top 10 shotgun round. All right. There you have it. And Andy, for sure, I thought you were going to say Urcha or Urcho. <laughs> yeah. I should have. That would have been better. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move it on. Sure. Ian's Tech Tips. Ah. What's up, guys? All right. This week, I'm uh, going to do a little bit of a review on the, the Dubro True Spin Precision Propeller Balancer. Um, yeah. Um, well, uh, when I was first getting into nitro, I found a video on YouTube by, uh, Matt Botos, uh, talking about, you know, balancing your shit. And, um, what he used was, uh, the Dubro, um, true spin precision prop balancer. Um, Pretty much a platform. It has uh, two structures that have a wheel housing on the top and a shaft that goes between both of uh, the uh, both of the structures. Um, pretty much, you you can either uh, balance your props. What I used it for, I balanced uh, my clutch assemblies on my uh, on my nitros. So um, I'll pretty much to start off. Uh, I put my uh, clutch assembly with uh, the fan included onto the actual shaft. And uh, pretty much what you're looking for is like, uh, as you go to rotate it on the shaft, you can go by like uh, 90 degree increments. And if you see any like, you know, where it wants to just drop all the way down, which would be typically your heavier side, you're looking for any rocking or just, you know, where the weight just sinks to the bottom. And pretty much the idea is to get rid of that pretty much reduce uh any type of vibrations on the motor uh which would also translate into the airframe um pretty much you go by the increments and uh wherever the heaviest part is just start off by uh taking a uh, drill with like a smaller drill bit and just start taking off a little bit of uh material at the heaviest point and to try to get it balanced to where there is no you know, no sag or where it goes to, you know, where the weight drops to the bottom. The idea is just to get it to where you can turn it and it stays put. Um, I did it to my NX4 once I, you know, had to do the first, you know, tear through it, you know, to replace my clutch assembly. Um, works out pretty well. And I did it to the clutch bell as well. Um, Let's see. You can even, uh, I've even heard of people actually, uh, well, well, it's originally meant for, uh, balancing props for airplanes. Uh, I actually seen, uh, a couple videos today where, uh, people were balancing, uh, RC car wheels on there. 
uh, boat props. Uh, I've heard of people even uh, balancing tail rotor assemblies and main gears. But uh, you can actually find it on uh, A main for forty bucks. Cool man, yeah. it's a very, nice. it's pretty much a thing you really need, pretty much. Yeah, you know, it's a good tool. Everybody should have one, and be careful with it. If you bend, yeah, the, I was gonna say disclaimer. The spindle, then you're screwed. So take care of it. No, I was going to also say, (laughs) disclaimer, when you're drilling material out of your clutch stack, like, go very little at a time. (laughs) Yeah, don't drill all the way through. Yeah. But, like, very little. Like, take a little shaving off, test it, and keep at it. Don't don't be like, yeah, let's get this much material. Drill a (laughs) hole there, and then that side's too light. Drill a hole on the other side. Just keep right right. on it. Chasing it. Swiss cheese. (laughs) Right. No, I wonder why it blew up on me. Yeah, but I, but I will uh, I will put the the video link in the show notes as well. You know yes. that way people can find what I looked up. Yeah, yeah, it's a great video series from Matt. Can you drill through a clutch? Aren't they hard? Uh, no, typically I do on the the actual fan. Mm. So I leave the the clutch and the fan and everything together, except for the clutch bell. Um, so I pretty much take out from the fan itself and then yeah, but the, the clutch has to be balanced separately separately yeah yeah see like, i did it together and i not the clutch the, bell the clutch bell with like you know the actual clutch the, itself the top yeah but the actual clutch the sprung clutch that needs to be balanced separately if you're gonna balance it i i personally i know it's a good idea to balance your ship but i don't I think runout's more of a problem than balance nowadays because their machines are pretty true, pretty good. Mm-hmm. But when you mount the shit on the engine, it can have three or four thousands runout, which would cause you more problems than yeah. anything. But anyway, the, the balancer is a good tool. I used to use it for main gears a lot with the old molded main gears on 450s and stuff. You can do tail rotor assemblies. You can do main head mm-hmm. assemblies you just put the whole main shaft in there yep yep there that's a good thing everyone should have one yes pretty much nice. yeah mine's always on my desk it's like you know i know if if this uh spindle gets bent it's done so it's like it remains on my desk it's like i you know anytime i'm doing any uh building on like my nitro i've used it you know whether i'm doing the clutch bell or you know just putting a new machine together. I even did the same thing with uh, the shuttle, which I haven't started that yet. So we'll see how my, I can, uh, see, I, I can see with the shuttle and stuff. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I just put it together. <laughs> Fly it. Steve don't care if it vibrates. No, yeah. I mean, I, I think he has a shit built in like what? Two hours. Yeah, I don't have time to balance I, that shit. It would take me that would take me a day just to balance. It's completely do, together. Do it, so I'd be like, uh, it's yeah. completely together before the Loctite even cures. Yeah, yeah. It's, Steve yeah, doesn't right? have the, Steve doesn't have the attention span for something like this. No, not at all. Let's be honest. No. I'll do it once and be like, yeah, no, yeah, not for me. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. I was gonna say the best way to balance your clutch is more head speed. <laughs> yeah, they, they spin it faster. <laughs> oh Jesus! Nice. 
All right. Awesome. Good job, Ian. Thank you. Let's move it on. News and announcements. All right. News. And. Announcements. Do we have any? I didn't even. I got a couple little things. Nothing really very good. But first up is Mikado USA posted on Facebook that after a month stuck in U.S. Customs, we have finally received a healthy parts shipment for the first time in a while. Currently counting processing inventory and shipping out 70 plus back orders. Once you shipped all the paid back orders, we will apply remaining inventory into stock Friday afternoon. Thank you for your patience. This was on September 30th. So was that? Friday would have been last Friday, I assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're probably awesome. out of stock again by now. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you better stock up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am pretty stocked up. Get a spindle like, while you're there. I have I've a couple main have, shafts as well. I have a couple main shafts. And I have a couple that spindles. weird aluminum thing that you couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. Get that. Weird aluminum thing. In the front. Yeah, that front support yeah. mount. Better yet, nah. get a whole helicopter and frame a frame. I just bent. I bent that shit back. It was funny. Kevin's like, "Ah, something," and I don't know what you call it. And then, but you know, two days later, when the episode came out, people were posting up like the part number of it. Yeah, it's yeah. right here in the manual. Yeah. Everybody's like, "It's like right here." Here dummy. it is. No, it wasn't in the manual actually. Because I look, it's uh, it's just a a universal part. I should have looked it in the six hundred. Oh, I see. Size stuff. Ah. You didn't look in the yeah. right manual is what it was. But no, I, I thank everybody. Chris Reibert posted me. There was another guy on Facebook. Two other people on Facebook that were helping me out. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. So, yeah, if, you, yeah, if you got yeah. Mikado Helis, stock up on some spare parts. Okay. All right. Speaking of stocking up on stuff, Link Oxy is back in production. If you haven't heard, they've kind of been shut down over in Vietnam for weeks now, it seems like. Um, well, it actually says the past two months. I don't know that it's been two months solid. But Luca posted on here as well that uh, they're finally back in, like, open back in production. They're free again, he says. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Um, Lost some friends, lost money and time, lost some employees that chose to move back to their home city to be with their family, which everyone understands. So I'm sure it'll be tough going for a little while, but he'll get everything back uh, ramped up soon, I'm sure. Knowing Luca, he can't sit still, so he'll be be running on all cylinders soon. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know the community will support him, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's no a worries. Great guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And last thing on the list here is this little club down in Nightdale, North Carolina called RCHO. Mm. They're having a fall pull fest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2021. This nice. Is November 5th through the 7th. The RCHO field, as I said, Nightdale, North Carolina. If you've never heard of it or don't know about it, just ask a friend. I'm sure they know. Yeah. Ask anyone. 
If you've never heard of it, then you must be living under a rock. That's all I can say. It's going to be a good time. I got uh, something special just for Kyle Stacy if he decides to show. Nice. Mm, calling Kyle out, huh? Nice. Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's all um, I got. Unless you guys right. have something. Uh, I have one other thing I wanted to add. Oh, yeah? What's that? Oh, yeah. If I would, uh, the second annual Queen City Heli Throwdown. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah who's going? Huh? Jay Treadway says he's going. Definitely. And All right. I'll try to make it if I can, but no promises. Okay. What about uh, you, am, Kevin? I am going to be traveling up with Mr. Shaw. Holy shitballs. Nice. Yep. We're going to be leaving. He says Thursday night. I'm thinking it's probably going to be more like Friday afternoon. Mm, um, okay. No, it better be Thursday night or Friday morning. And uh, Damn, you took time the, off and uh, everything? Well, yes and no. That's one of those. Working remotely that day? <laughs> one of those I'm working remotely that day, yes. He's doing. He's got to do training with the big boss Yes. for you know yeah. the eight hours it takes to get there. No, I do have a floating holiday, though, that I think I'm going to use. But, uh, yeah, it should, it should be cool. We're going to drive up uh, probably, hopefully, Thursday night for you know a couple hours and then stay over somewhere and then continue yeah. on the rest of the way. What is the uh, Yeah, what's trip? the Yeah. What, mm-hmm. It's like 10 hours. Okay. That's not bad. For no. us. Yeah. Cool, dude. Yeah. I hope I That's, can come at least for a day. Yeah. How, how long does it take for you? Probably four. Yeah, it's about four or five hours, depending. That would be cool. I know, Steve, you said you were going to try and make it, right? Yeah, yeah. I um, So I, I'm definitely going. I booked a hotel room, but I'm only going to be able to go for Saturday, basically. The hotel room's just for Saturday night into Sunday, so I can you know, right. rest before a four-and-a-half, five-hour drive. Um, and plus, um, I'm bringing Chloe, so you know, uh, Cliff's going to be down there with Maddie, so Chloe wants to go. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you, and hopefully Andy can make it. It'd be great to see you guys. Yeah, maybe I can. Yeah. It just all depends yeah, on, on the weather. And everybody else in that we area. We'll do the rain dance Thursday night. And yeah, if it <laughs> rains Thursday night and Friday morning, then yeah, I could be, possibly be there. Possibly. Maybe. Just drive your combine. <laughs> right. Okay, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave tomorrow. I'll see. I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a special navy for that, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so that event's going to be in, in Monroe, North Carolina, in case yep. you, anybody yep. doesn't know. Uh, you can check it out at charlotteaeromodelers.org, $30 landing fee. Lunch on Saturday, you know, the, the usual landing fees for good for two days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, should be some fun. I can't, I can't wait to, like I said, I can't wait to see people, man. I mean, I have fun here in Florida, but it's good to probably, yeah, some fun. To see a lot of the RCHO boys there. Yeah. As well. Carolina I guys. I think Carolina also folks from Georgia, of course, mm-hmm. and now in Florida. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be great to see you. Kevin. When was the last fun flight you've gone to? Like, uh, was um, Springfield? I mean, yeah, right. So because yeah, I, I left shortly after that, a yeah. month or two after that. 
Awesome. Cool, man. Okay. All right. Uh, what's next for you in the hobby? Mm, what's next for me? Yeah, what's next for you? Uh, I am going to take the other V control receiver that I have and I'm going to strap it to my 550, my logo 550, and see if I can get that mm-hmm. working. You should do that. Yeah. And Steve Shaw was admiring my duct tape wrap job that I did on my crashed V control on the five on the 690, which I am proud of. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Hey, it flew, right? It flew. Yeah. All matters. Doesn't have to be pretty. Nope. Because sure, my flying sure shit isn't pretty. Well, it's yeah, all going so, in the trash bag, so. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, it'll wind up in the trash. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to do that. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else that I was uh, looking forward to doing. You talked about I, needing a receiver for that plane. Did somebody take the receiver out of it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the guy had swapped it out and then... Which is fine because I don't need safe or any of that crap. Yeah. I'd rather fly on my rates and not have to fight. Might as with... well just get you a um, what's that uh, V receiver deal? V plane? Yeah, just get a V plane. Well, you wouldn't even really need the plane, would you? Can just a V basic receiver deal? Mm-hmm. V basic. Yeah. Yep. yep. Might as well just do that, and you wouldn't have to drag around your crappy DX6i. <laughs> No, I have my DX9 down here. Oh, okay. Then why the fuck were you using a DX6i on that heli? No, that's got to be new. He's got to have that shipped out or something. But D- yeah, I mean the DX DX9 I brought down when I moved down in June. The, the DX6i I shipped down with the 550. Like, Wait, uh, but then why did you? Yeah, use but the, the first thing then? I would have done when yeah. I got there, switch it over to the DX9. Yeah, but I'm too lazy. What the hell's wrong with you, dude? It's just laziness. So you used the six because you're just too lazy to reprogram. Yeah. In fact, you probably don't. Uh, yeah, you I didn't even it, yeah. it. Yeah, you probably even have it in your other radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a ass! <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> what a lazy guy. There's, there's <laughs> a, other things to consider down here in the. He's Treasure stuck Coast. in 2012. You <laughs> probably would have took less time than it went to go find double A batteries to put in the freaking DX6. <laughs> <Right. laughs> No, the double A's I was taking out every time, so I wouldn't drain it. Uh, Okay. Uh, You're smarter than I am. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, it was. Have you ever heard of being nostalgic? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well. You will one day when you live long enough. As long as I'm Nostalgia's no good. As old as I am. Get nostalgic. All right. Who's next? Somebody save me. <laughs> I'll save you. I'm going to do more harvesting. Maybe. Yes, get it done. So you can do more events soon. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. 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 It's supposed I'll to make rain, it rain all this week, I think. No, it needs to not rain now, but then rain the end of next week. Yeah. It's supposed to rain all the rest of this week, which means I may have to harvest all the next week. Mm. So I don't know. I should put a heli on the bench and start building it. I've got three here in the box. Well, one and a half. Yeah, three. Steve would be proud. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be like Steve. And, dude, you're talking about me being lazy? Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. 
Yeah. It would be fun to show up at Andy's field with a bunch of helicopters while he's on the combine. Just send it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help him harvest. He's like, damn it. I'm not going to get shit done today. <laughs> <laughs> Play it, scrape the combine. <laughs> you break it, you buy it. I got to do that. I got to drive up to Andy's one of these days. Yeah. Hang yeah. out for a weekend. Yeah, we got to make that happen. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do a little gathering. Yeah. Okay. Right, who's next? Uh, I can go next. Uh, I'll, I'll be doing some wrenching on the apartment. Still going, Just going through stuff. But how, how do you wrench, wrench on, on everything, apartment? but then you can't wrench on your Jeep? <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I don't have the patience to work on my Jeep. I want to know what specifically you can put a wrench on in an apartment. I guess maybe the faucet. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> faucet, I, I still the toilet to... maybe. Uh, I still have to put my kids' bunk bed together for one. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh, um, you guys can sleep on the floor for now in your brand new apartment. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But like, um, no, I got to put get their room all fixed up and put together. Mm-hmm. It's just I still been going through boxes trying to put shit away and you know all that. Um, of course, get work done on the Jeep. Um, then I'm gonna try to relax. Maybe. You know, watch some TV, maybe do some flying, or just have a beer. So that's really all I've got planned. Okay. Uh, I'm already on a good start because I'm on my second beer already. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Yes, it's me then. Um, gonna finish up the the repairs on the MT Neo. Get that going, and then it's going to be the gasser on the bench. Uh, so I had a Neo that was originally on the orange raw that was the donated airframe for this gasser. So I'm going to throw that on there. I know that Neo's good. Uh, I got a set of 9,000 BK's uh, cyclic, so I'll just throw those on there because I, you know, I had that weird cyclic issue. I'm just going to replace both pieces to see if I can get a clean flight on this heli and um, and go from there. So, so yeah, that'll be on the bench soon. And I do need to work on the Kraken 580. Um, the other day, I was looking at it, and I forgot to mention this. Um, I was like, oh, I caught the tail. You know, the tail um, set screw was kind of loose. I was like, oh, good thing I, you know, checked this out before I, you know, brought it to the field. And so I took it out. I was like, yeah, I'll put some Loctite on it. And my dumbass fucking ended up stripping it, trying to go in. <laughs> but, like, I didn't cross-thread it where, like, I could, like, just freaking, ah, fuck it. I'll just jam it down and I'll deal with it later. It, like, didn't want to screw in anymore. Mm-hmm. So I really threaded it out. And so I got a replacement in now. So I got to, you know, get that working, uh, work on that real quick. Because I, I did get a chance to fly that 580 at Heli-X and, um, was enjoying it, got it, you know, flying pretty good, so I was enjoying it, so I want to fly that again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, beyond that, I'm going to do what I need to do to get this club, this new club, get the membership in and submit it so I can get my copy of the key. Um, my wife will be going back to Jersey. She has to train a new hire, um, one of her new direct reports for her, so... 
she's going to be going up there for for next week. Uh, part of the reason why I can't go to Heliex on Friday, I mean not Heliex, um, go Queen City on on Friday, is that she's driving back Friday, so I have to wait for her to drive back so she can watch Hunter, and then mm-hmm. me and Chloe oh, can okay. go on Saturday morning. So, um, but yeah, so during that week, I'm like, oh well, she's gonna be away. I'm like, damn man, if I had a membership, fucking kids are gonna come with me. We're doing lunch at the field. I mean, dinner at the field. Let's go. While I still have, you know, like 5.30, just check out and just, you know, check out of work and get the kids in the car. 20 minutes away, I'll be there by like 6 o'clock, get, you know, an hour worth of flight in. I don't know. I do need to work on that gas. I need to get that thing flying and I want to do it like at a, you know, at the high school field where like I don't have to worry about if it, you know, goes out of control and dumps it somewhere. I don't have to worry about people or anything, you know. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Jay? Well, speaking of Heli X, um, mm. did you guys see the that Kevin McGrady started in his first YouTube hit series? I did not. No, I didn't. Four dudes in a camper. Oh. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I might have heard of something about that. Heard about that one. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, happens if the camper stays at the camper? Oh, sorry. <laughs> hashtag camper cuddles. Camper cuddles, you know. Got to stay warm one way or another. Heliax was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was an amazing place. And the weather was amazing as well. Like, it was nice and cool. I liked it, you know, at night. So. Well, the place is just beautiful. Ever since the first time I've been there, that's, that is my favorite event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. We, we could have probably talked about that as well. Was you had so you and Leslie and and Ronnie and and Cliff had some involvement, right? Yeah, just yeah. past years, Heliax. Yeah, yeah. Ray approached us at Spring Fling and asked if we'd help, and I'm always down to help a brother out. So mm-hmm. he pitched right in, and uh, had a, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, dude, that was a great event. So thank you again for all the work you guys put into it. So next for me would be um, I'm really interested in um, the XL Power Spectre V2. Mm-hmm. I get one, so I'm looking at trying to get one of those soon, and uh, an M2. I get an M2 as well. You have to, man. I do. I really do. Those things are like, fun. Yeah, they're fun to uh, tandem. I mean, combat. I mean, tandem combat. I mean, yeah, you know, what I mean. <laughs> right. Every every tandem's a combat to Steve. I saw the video from Modown uh, where they have five of them in the air at one time. That was so cool. So awesome. Yeah. I mean, I ended up crashing out, which sucks, but yeah, it was fun. You remember where um, you might have seen the video where at, uh, Tom Shin and Daniel Murnane, and I think one other guy was flying at, at Urcho, and mm-hmm. Daniel hit the tank tower. And the thing just exploded. It was oh, awesome. He obliterated it. It was so funny. Yeah, yeah. The, these things, though, they 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 do fall apart sometimes, but they are they're they're pretty they're pretty durable for what they are, man. I love mine. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think you're gonna like the XL as well. I did get a chance to take a pull on it at Heliax, and uh, yeah. Things fast, man. You like if you like, you know, moving things quick and changing like direction quick and moving quick. It's it's got that. I like sure. smooth, though. I really like smooth, and that's kind of what I'm hoping. And everybody's it's one of the things I've been hearing a lot of guys say is it's extremely smooth. 
Yeah. So. It's very linear feeling. It very is. You know, it, it does feel like, for me, like, you know, how to raw, when you put the 26 millimeter arms, like, it just kind of makes it, smooths it out linear-wise, like, the throw. That's what it felt like to be. But as soon as I t- touched the collective, holy shit, that thing was just like, oh, it's over there now. Shit. <laughs> like, trying to do anything like mid-stick, you know, finesse was hard for me because I'm not used to that really fast off-centered on the on the collective, so. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. It'll be fun. You'll see. I'm sure you can tune it to where you, you're going to want to fly it. So, but yeah, you're going to have fun with it. It's cool. Oh, all right. Do we got any listener pipeline? We do. Okay. Do we do? Oh, we have, we have one short one. Here it is. Dude, Ian, don't fall for the shenanigans. I got a guy that, I got people that offer me a hundred dollars to cut my hair. So, you can get way more than twenty dollars for the beard, twenty dollars for that for the hair. Don't fall for their shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. What was that uh, place with all the goofy shit all over the walls? Home Depot. <laughs> now, what are you talking about? Your room. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was playing, doing a play off of uh, Super Troopers. But I okay. know. Shenanigans. <laughs> Oh, you got to piss a whip him. <laughs> uh, I was doing South Park shenanigans. That's how old I am. Shenanigans. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy's right. Kids nowadays. God. At least that's just at the end of the show that it's gone downhill for this one. Oh, you think so? I think yeah. So. <laughs> nah, I think... I think Jay Saban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Facebook likes. We are at 1,374. That is plus zero new likes. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to more happier thoughts. Facebook comments. Facebook comments. Oh, shit. I forgot to check. We got any happy Facebook comments? I'm sure we do. I see a change of the Freefall RC podcast logo picture uh, with with Steve and Andy from Urcha. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. The profile picture, yeah. Profile yeah. picture, yes. Yeah, that's what's new. Oh, sorry, uh, we, didn't, we didn't talk about that, did we? What's new? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Cliff's face or something. <laughs> I should have done that. Uh, that that was hilarious. That was I, don't know. I thought that there was nothing wrong with that picture. It's Cliff. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I wanted to, but it was too yeah, late. I don't know why everybody yeah. thinks that's funny. That's just Cliff's face. <laughs> Cliff. I think yeah. it's just that it's it's really close up of Cliff's face. I mean, that's what it is. And the expression says it all. I mean, that's his face. I'm sure that's someone asked him a question right before. He's like, hey, Cliff. Huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. All right. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Facebook likes. We are at 1,374. That is plus zero new likes. Bum, 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 bum. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to more happier thoughts. Facebook comments. Facebook comments. 
Oh, yeah. shit. I forgot to check. We got any happy Facebook comments? I'm sure we do. I see a change of the Freefall RC podcast logo picture with Steve and Andy from Urcha. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. The profile picture, yeah. Profile yeah. picture, yes. Yeah, that's what's new. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't talk that's about that, did we? What's new? I thought it was going to be like Cliff's face or something. <laughs> I should have done that. Uh, that. That was hilarious. That was I fun. Don't know. I thought that there was nothing wrong with that picture. It's Cliff. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I wanted to, but it was too late. Yeah, I don't know why everybody that. thinks that's funny. That's just Cliff's face. <laughs> Cliff. I think yeah. it's just that it's it's really close up of Cliff's face. I think that's what it is. And the expression says it all. I mean, that's his face. I'm sure someone face. asked him a question right before. You say, hey, that Cliff. Who? <laughs> so, dude, we have some comments on yeah. Dude, Where's My Heli with Angelo from last episode, 295. Jamie Burkholder said, Guys, where is everyone? I must be missing something good going on elsewhere. I have been on Discord since just 4 8 p.m. It is now 9 25 p.m. and only Jimmy Tate came on for a bit. Now it's just me working on my XL Power 550 and no one to talk to. Oh, well. Hope everyone is doing well. I will try to get on Discord again next week. Have a good weekend, everyone. Yes. Uh, sorry, Jamie. Sorry, sorry Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. said, Jamie Burkholder, sorry I couldn't get back on. I had, uh, had my charger and lost all my power. It was ghost town by then. Uh, uh, Mm-hmm. Angelo Al Al Masari said, uh, "Great hanging with you guys, dude. Where's my heli?" <laughs> that was a good episode. And Matthew Coleman said, "Man, that sucks. I crashed my Synergy 516 a couple years ago into some prime corn. Uh, I walked and walked for hours, but I didn't find it. I used Fataba and telemetry on my CGY 760." I opted to use a single signal strength meter to find the best line on the heli. Walked right up to it at that point. Couldn't hear the servos. Uh, and the main gear was messed up, so I couldn't hear the motor. Uh, funny part was, if I had just walked another 10 feet on the first pass out there, I will probably would have found it. Yeah. And I was freaking out because the brand new uh, CGY 760 is like $1,300. Uh, yeah. It would have been lost after five flights, he says. Well, the heli and all was like thirteen hundred. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, true. And he said he replaced the canopy right after that because the stock canopy was hard for him to see. Cool that he found it with the uh, signal meter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yep. Neat. And on something new is coming to Freefall RC podcast, which is just a a, a kind of a black with a gray blob on it uh we got a lot of comments on that mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot Sasha of fun comments <laughs> Beekslin said all of you are going to start speaking with australian accents to spike things up good day mate <laughs> or to get lean oh ian to stop the brooklyn accent there's a gif of jim carrey going good day mate Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Big Wisdom <laughs> RC said, Kevin is finally going to order that plane? Fooled you. 
Nope. And I said, yep, you'll see it soon. Actually, uh, he said, yeah, isn't that what you said last week and the week before that and the week before that? And I said, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you're right. I think that Steve Show is a bad influence. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Steve Show says, no, this is so wrong, but I've encouraged Kevin to put a QQ300 in his cart by now after I finished just one more helicopter. Wait a minute. After one more? He's got to finish the first one first. Right? So I got one. <laughs> more would, would imply that you've done one already. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I think. That's why I hear it. I uh, just finished hearing this week's episodes, episode and rolled my eyes when Kevin mentioned that about <laughs> <plane> again. <laughs> Daryl Thorpe said, you will be talking about stuff. And Steve said, we always talk about stuff. We have been doing it all wrong this. Oh, we don't always talk about stuff. Have we been? No, I said, don't we always talk about stuff? Have we been doing it wrong the whole time? And he said, yeah, always a plethora of stuff. Keep up the good work. Lamar Boogie Williams said, or L Boogie Williams said, Gray Eagle is joining the show. Anthony Bradley said, George is coming back. (laughs) Kevin Johnson said, Kevin and Steve are moving back to Jersey. No, (laughs) that ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) John D. Partridge said, Andy has finally confessed his love for playing Farm Simulator. We <laughs> <laughs> mm, have to stay tuned to find out. Daniel Turiak said, Kevin is moving to what looks like South Carolina. Uh, Andy Ross is now Andrea. Uh, Kevin Klein said, build and finger painting YouTube channel. Hmm. And Kyle Gaines said, Great Eagle is going to be a new, ho- new host. I hope so. <laughs> and Great Eagle Jr. said, Cock Doodle. <laughs> and that's awesome. it, man. That are, that are some of the many comments we got on Facebook. Well, thanks, guys. Well, don't we have another one here? Do we? Uh, Ian's post. Yep. On the. Tray, his tray, yeah. his psychedelic his tray, Technicolor psychedelic tray. Yes, join me yep. on this week's segment of wrenching as I talk about reusing servo containers and pans I use for wrenching mm. and other stuff. I'll think. I still don't understand why those even exist. Why would you need that? Why would you just roll it on the counter? Well, or a plate or I don't know. Why do you need a special tray for it? Somebody explain that to me. Um, No, I understand what for the, but why do you need it to roll your joints? So you have to break up weed and then you got to stuff it into a piece of paper and what ends up happening is weed kind of gets on stuff and You could use a table, you could use a piece of paper, and those are fine, but the connoisseurs are the folks that um, enjoy it on a more daily basis than recreational weekenders. We might have a tray to kind of keep that stuff on there so they don't get it all over the place. And, um, you know, so, you know, it keeps it kind of easier because you don't end up using all of it sometimes, you know, you'll have bits falling out and, and whatnot. So it's just to keep it, you know. Why do we have tray for anything, really, right? Just I just we wonder, can. 
basically yeah. when you're high you'll buy anything i mm. think that's more what it's yeah. colorful too if you ever look at them they're very colorful like a lot of rick and morty so attract your eye when you're stoned mm. Mm. yeah give you something to talk about too dude that's a cool tray man oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> far out oh wait i'm just reading the count that was justin wyatt said far out man yeah. <laughs> lincoln uh said rolling trays Darren Ankney said wrench. Uh, <laughs> or posted a picture of a wrench. Mm-hmm. William Anthony said sweet. Last me se- last week's segment was great too. So there you go. Some love from Bill and Ian. Nice. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys for the comments. Um yeah, I just wanted to post a picture on there on you know what trays that I, that I used, and uh, as you can see, the the husky one, those those yeah. magnets on the on that tray do not f around. You could literally set that uh that tray on like a toolbox, and you can hear tools just stick to the lid of the toolbox. Um, huh? Yeah, it's pretty strong. But it when I came to like packing up, like because uh, I actually had that pan downstairs with the the shuttle hardware in it. I just threw the whole thing and the hardware in a box and then brought it over and not one part came out of it. So it's pretty strong. Yeah. So, yeah, I figured I'd give uh, people uh, a good visual of what I was talking about. So I'm going to go ahead and do the same for uh, this, you know, this week's episode. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Facebook listener posts. Got one from Mr. Steve Shaw mm-hmm. down in sunny Florida coast. Something. Treasure Coast. Treasure South Coast. Sunny Florida. Steve writes, what I like best about flying on a Saturday afternoon on the Treasure Coast is no plankers. Capital letters. I love mm. the en- entertainment those guys provide, but give me room to fly. Thanks, Steve. Steve, awesome. no plankers. I think he was talking about you since you had your planker hat on. Maybe you weren't there and you had more was, room to fly. That was Saturday. I think he was at the field by himself. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Looks like a pretty field. Got a picture of a black thunder sitting on a table. Awesome. And Eric Shu wrote, Rip it, Steve Shaw. And that's all the comments. Okay. Website comments. We have none. Uh, I beg your pardon. We got Whoa. one. We didn't, ha- we didn't have any like an hour ago. I never promised you a rose garden. Uh, yeah, we got one 39 minutes ago from oh. Javier Moreno. Nice. And he writes, dang, listening to the episode where when Angelo lost his buddy, I have to tell you. A time I almost lost my helicopter myself, but that probably merits another one of my traditional biblical proportion emails, and I will send that tomorrow. Anyways, cheers and keep the good stuff coming. Still have to finish the episode. Thanks, Javier. Thanks. Thanks, Javier. All right. All right. Um, People popping. People of Podbean, or should I say person of Podbean, we have one thing happened that I can see on the Podbean dashboard, and that was Kay Tomerlin started following us. So thanks, dude. 
Okay. I yeah, know it's we... a dude. Because there's a picture of him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how do you know it's I a don't... dude? <laughs> I exactly. I was going to tell you a short story about the doctor visit I had this morning where uh, oh, the nurse boy. was standing there. The nurse was having problems with her system and there was a guy from support there supporting her. And I was getting ready to check out and another nurse walked up and she said, uh, today, are you identifying as a uh, white Caucasian? And I freaking was like, are you serious? I was like, I've been identifying as that for 50 something years. I was like, scientifically speaking, you should have said, I didn't I, know there was another option. <laughs> I, I said, well, scientifically speaking, what if I identified as a female Hindu? Like, <laughs> wouldn't that make a difference in my like estrogen chart or something? I was like, are you really for real? You know, like, we'd like you to leave Mr. Teshner. <laughs> like, okay, good day. That's not the first time you've heard that. Day. But, but I expect those blood results back next week. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just, I was very strange to be asked that. Do I identify yeah. as a white Caucasian? I don't know. I guess people can't look at what's obvious nowadays and say, yeah, he's white. <laughs> All right. Um, we don't actually have any comments. Yeah, the last comments were 14 days ago, so no Podbean comments. Uh, what about iTunes reviews? No. It's one of those days, huh? Yeah, I think everybody has abandoned us. No Podbean comments, no emails. No. No voicemails except for Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shaggy, oh, by the way. Yeah, thanks, Shaggy. I think, yeah, uh, yeah. they don't like us anymore. Yeah. Hmm. It's all right. We'll be here when you start to like us again. Yes. <laughs> when you change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freeforcy at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freeforcy podcast. Check out our webpage. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Sure. Freeforcy podcast dot show. Yeah, show. Actually, don't. It's down. Yeah. Like Facebook, it's down. Yeah, it's down like Facebook. Yeah. BGP, DNS routing issues, sorry. Oh, what? We're, we have to go to Congress? Oh, no. no. Um, flight test forums, though. You can reach us there. Off the field, audio, video production, other than flight test podcast. Free Farsi podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill the Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, David Hill. All right, fellow podcasters. We got the Hellyheads podcast. The Hellyheads, that's with Maynard and like Suck four it. other dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Telerotor podcast. <laughs> that Telerotor. That's with Rich and Robert and uh, uh, Rich and Mike and Mike and Cliff and Rich and, and another Mike, I think. Mike. Yeah. Three, Mike, Robert. three Mikes, uh, three Cliff Mikes and a Rich and a yeah. jar of Tylenol. All right. Uh, skids up. Skids up with Frank Javier and Paul. Mm-hmm. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. With Rich and Kenny. Yep. Inverted Down Under. With Ozzy and Jeff. RCE Roundtable. With Fitzterry and Lee. After RC After Hours. With After Andre. <laughs> Park Flyer Podcast. That's uh, with two mics and a J and not J Treadwell. Mm-hmm. RC Plane Lab. Ron Tom. 
Um, and, on the fives? <laughs> yeah. And probably the only other podcast that's, you know, higher number than us. <laughs> All things that fly. Yeah. With yeah, Lucian Miller and Moose. And they're Moves. well in the 300s now, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, but they took like a 12-year break. Still. <laughs> that's Still. even more impressive, I think, actually. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> So, all right, uh, make sure you check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Yes, I gotta say, check out Bill Ann if you want to see something impressive. Uh, I mean, check out his YouTube channel if you want to see something impressive. Because he, dude, all seriousness, he posted a kick-ass video of Kyle Stacy mm-hmm. flying at Urcha, and he's flying the Raw, and not only did Kyle Stacy do a technical flight, like I've never seen him do, uh, almost like, like, kick-ass perfect technical flight amazing flight you got to check it out but bill's locked onto this heli the whole time like great job filming that bill yeah he's yeah. really good at following Holy the heli i just watched it before the show and i was like oh my god this is amazing like you take mm-hmm. it for granted when you see like good video like that mm-hmm. you don't realize how much work that is to yeah. to stay on a heli like that for three minutes man three four minutes and kyle stacy like sure. i said man unbelievable he's, flight dude yeah. Unbelievable! You want to see like one of the that has to be one of the most perfect flights I've ever seen. One of the technically awesome, just really good flight. Yeah. Holy shit! Couldn't believe it. And I've seen him fly a bunch of times, man. Just just this one was wow. All right, want to give a huge shout out to Jay for coming on the show, um, taking the time. Yeah, thanks, Jay. thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. The, the way thanks. of the trailway. Yeah. Good talking to you. Yeah. Good. Good to see y'all. Uh, the next, Queen City. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. That'll be great. For the folks that um want to get in touch with you, maybe talk about Powtoon or just want to talk to you or talk about your events or maybe they want to make it out to your events from afar, Um, what's the best way for them to hit you up? Well, Facebook would be the best way. Uh, Jay Treadway on Facebook. If you find me, uh-huh. friend me, hit me up on Messenger. Yep. The RCHO uh, Facebook group is also a public group, right? CHO is a public group, yep. Yep. And my cell phone number's on there if somebody really wants to text me. <laughs> oh, damn. Nice. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks, Jay. Free Air Skies, and we'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Wait, do you guys hear music again? Yeah. Oh, that. Holy shit. Wow. I'm glad it's not just in my head. You know, a guy up, you know, he was sitting at the window. It's like, is there anybody in that seat? And they're like, no. It's like, okay, it's mine. I ran over there, dragged my shit over there. <coughs> the next yeah, flight. Anyone like, the first class these days, won't they? Shit. Yeah, that's weird. I think he's making that up. Nope. Swear to God. Were they trying to get the CG right on the plane? <laughs> that's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> he was too tail heavy. He's like, hey, that guy looks like he could add some weight. Hey, Come on up. Yeah. I, I had there a whole seat to myself uh, on the second leg of the trip out. So it's like uh, there was nobody nice. sitting next to me and there was like a bunch of open spots. So it's like, yes. Yeah, that's but, just like the small win for the working man. That's just like awesome. Hell yeah. That happens. I think sprinkling was especially large due to yeah, it was abnormally COVID. large.
So she said, coming off of that. <laughs> yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> Not really. It's abnormally? Yeah, it's abnormally small. <laughs> it's more like, huh, is that all? Andy hears, that looks like a penis, just smaller. <laughs> <laughs> a peanut, you might say. <laughs> now they're like, huh, I thought there'd be more to it. I'm ready. Hey, you guys, you guys really got to steal Cliff Lewis. Got to do what to Cliff? Steal Cliff? We got to steal him? Oh, steal him. Yeah. Well, that shouldn't be too hard. We'll just trade <laughs> Ian for Cliff. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> His audacity to make uh, jingles of a Jetty Radio. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Did you record yourself saying things? And I know one guy no. that does that. I mean, it's pretty weird. <laughs> Wait, you can do that? Yeah, you can. So I can really, like record throttle hold. <laughs> yeah, I know one guy that's got his radio set up, and it's like. Everything the radio says, it's in his voice. But like he's, he's one of those like, Florida yeah. guys. He's kind of a weirdo. Yeah, I've flown with a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I you know him, that. Kevin. 